Good morning, everybody. My name is Alex Barthet. Um, I am a board certified construction lawyer here in Florida. Um, and today we're going to talk about updates uh, regarding the coronavirus in the construction industry since uh, our last presentation on March 25th. Specifically, we're going to talk about um, countrywide random police visits on construction sites, um, where we're seeing them and what you can do about it. We'll talk about some new Department of Labor clarifications, uh, which came out since the last uh, presentation we did on the Family First uh, Coronavirus Recovery Act. And then all with the only thing people are talking about as of yesterday and the day before was the new CARES Act and the forgivable loan component of it. Um, so let's get started with what we are hearing um, about things since no, March 25th, 2020. Um, as you can imagine, there is a very bright spotlight that is being um, placed on construction as, as the market uh, for just about every other product and service um, that may be deemed non-essential has come to a complete stop. People are at home. Um, construction is still going. So in places where you wouldn't hear construction because of a bit bustling city otherwise, now construction is very noticeable. And that has caused folks to complain to their politicians wondering why someone is building something when they can't be a server at a restaurant or run their salon. So there's a lot of pressure being put on the politicians um, as well as their own concern about um, maintaining a, uh, the social distancing and other issues with respect to what's happening on the construction site. Um, so what we're seeing is jurisdictions around the country, and we'll talk about some specific ones in South Florida, are stepping up actual enforcement spot checking construction sites to ensure that CDC guidelines are being met on those sites. For example, um, Miami-Dade County and the city of Coral Gables are as of Monday inspecting job sites. Um, and let's talk about what they're doing and what you can do to uh, make sure that your job site is not shut down. Um, so what we hear is that lunchtime is a big problem um, as folks gather. Uh, we are hearing more and more that contractors are turning away lunch trucks um, because it is a place of people congregating. That is not what you have to do, but some contractors are finding that's an easier way to just solve the problem. Um, so let's talk about some suggestions. Uh, think about staggering lunch breaks uh, to limit folks from gathering. So it's not only the six foot distance between people, but it is also the no more than 10 people in a group meeting at once, um, even if they're six feet apart. Um, you need to increase washing and sanitation stations everywhere on the job site, um, particularly at controlled entrances and exits. So if you are on a job site, large or small, and it has one or two or five entrances and exits, you need to make sure that those ent entrances and exits are monitored and there is a wash station 
at that entrance and exit um, and that someone is there ensuring that people are washing their hands um, as they come and go from the job site. You need to also have a wash station where you may be allowing people to eat lunch. And if you're working on multi-floor construction, you need at least a wash station on every floor. To the extent people are meeting or congregating, you need to uh, visibly mark off six foot spacing requirements with cones or tape or you know uh, uh, anything that you have on the job site to make sure that folks are not uh, bunching up together. Uh, buck hoist elevators, also a big problem. Um, so you need to continue to maintain uh, adequate space on a buck hoist. We're hearing that you know a, a 12 or 15 foot buck hoist is being only occupied by six or seven people versus the dozen or two that would have been in there before. Uh, again, you need to make sure that 10 people are, no more than 10 people are meeting and the police or government officials want to see people using additional uh, PPE. So people should, uh, your, the workers should be wearing gloves. They should have a face mask of some sort, even if it's not an N95 mask. We talked about lunch trucks. Again, we hear, we're hearing folks turn away lunch trucks, but you don't have to. You can um, just tell your lunch provider that he, needs, he or she needs to package everything individually. Um, and having someone oversee all of this is absolutely critical, uh, as well as having someone constantly cleaning down cleaning high touch and high traffic areas. So here is a uh, notice from the city of Coral Gables covering many of the things we just said. This is again, one example, we are aware of this happening throughout South Florida and actually throughout the country. Um, it goes over many of the things we just talked about. Um, what is interesting as well is that we are finding that many of our clients uh, who are subcontractors, delivery drivers, uh, uh, you know, electricians, roofers, mechanical contractors, uh, and even um, GCs are being asked either by owners or by the GC to ensure that the people that are on the site have not, um, may not be exposed to COVID-19. So, they are asking for signage on the job site with these last questions. That's item 14. Have you been asked to self-quarantine or been diagnosed with COVID-19? Have you experienced the recent onset of an illness related symptoms such as fever, cough, shortness of breath? Um, we're also hearing that many contractors are asking the subs, uh, all the people on the job site to fill out a form verifying this on a daily basis for everyone on the site. Um, so, uh, be aware of that. And if, if you are managing a site yourself, either because you're the GC or because you're a sub and you have your own people, consider using these best practices and asking all of your team these questions on a daily basis. Let's talk about the Families First Coronavirus uh, Response Act. Um, by the way, before we move on to this, let me go back and, and mention one last thing about uh, keeping your job sites open. Uh, you do not want to be the sub or supplier or delivery person um, who is employing someone who, because of 
uh, lacks oversight or not paying attention causes a job site to be shut down. It is very important that you do what you need to do to make sure that your team is complying with the requirements. Um, so to the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, it is effective as of today, 500 employees or less, and it applies to you. Um, and it, it is rather complicated, um, but I'm gonna give you the short version and give you some resources where you can get some more information. Generally speaking, it applies to those employees who because of a child at home, because they either have COVID-19 or experiencing COVID-19 symptoms and are looking to get tested, or they are giving care to someone who has COVID-19, they are entitled to up to 80 hours, two weeks of paid leave with various caps on those payments. It's either a portion of their paycheck or a certain amount every week. You can get more very detailed information on this. Um, I spent the better part of 45 minutes talking to the former area director for the US Department of Labor in a second interview after the Department of Labor posted more guidelines on this. Um, you can go to the leanzonepodcast.com and find the most current interview with George Rivero and listen to um, that podcast. And it will we go through various examples in great detail about when folks are entitled to leave uh, with pay, without pay, when you can fire someone, when you can't fire someone. There's a tremendous amount of good information at the Department of Labor website, dol.gov forward slash agencies forward slash WHD forward slash pandemic. Lots of information there, Q and A's, um, as well as the poster that you need to post at your job sites and in your office uh, regarding the Family First Coronavirus Response Act. Okay, so let's talk about the CARES Act, which just went into effect. Um, got, it has lots of parts to it. Um, I'll run through them briefly. Every American can receive up to $1,200 per person, $2,400 for a married couple, and $500 per child, subject to uh, income caps. It extends unemployment uh, benefits through 1231-2020. It delays a portion of having to pay payroll taxes. So if you're an employer, normally you have to pay payroll taxes rather frequently. You can now defer those payroll taxes uh, interest-free into 2021. You should talk to a your accountant about that. There, I'm gonna skip to the towards the bottom. There are many other tax-related benefits for companies <clears throat> that may apply to you, um, interest expense limitations, um, excess loss limitation rules that are extended, tax cut and under the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, very technical stuff. You need to talk to your CPA and see how that applies to you and how you can benefit. Let's briefly talk about the what most people want to know about, which is the um, payroll protection uh, program, uh, the PPP, which is $350 billion dedicated to preventing layoffs and business closures with what are effect uh, effectively grants. So if you apply, because you apply, 
because it applies to you, which is companies with 500 employees or fewer, and you maintain your payroll, um, you can receive uh, up to eight weeks of cash flow assistance, and you can borrow up to $10 million with no collateral, no guarantee, um, and very, very low interest. I think it's three and a half percent, maybe 4%. Um, and a significant portion of what you borrow can be used to pay rent, mortgage interest, and payroll, which may be completely forgiven. So it, it, it's effectively free money from the government. What do you need to know about this? And probably the single most important thing to know is that it is currently set up on a first come first serve basis. So it's important that you get all your information together so that you can um, apply right away when the application is open. I have found the most useful resource for this is at the US Chamber. Um, if you go to uschamber.com forward slash co forward slash small hyphen business hyphen coronavirus, great resources on this and many other issues related to the CARES Act and other places where you can get money for your business. I will leave you with a positive note. Um, uh, as the author Robert too said, the struggle we're in today is developing the strength you need tomorrow. So keep your chin up, keep working hard. This too shall pass um, and you will be better for it in the long run, I promise.